0: righty, guys, a little nervous. <laughs> okay, so you want me to do the voice? Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome everyone to the Nobody's podcast, a podcast about artists, creatives that share their lives and passions. I'm so sorry. I can't do the voice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you went past it though. <laughs> well,
0: anyways, uh, we are here with women in a women-dominated industry. So let's introduce everyone
2: um I'm Alexa I'm Hannah I'm Araceli okay guys so
0: let's start with Hannah oh, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> um what do you want to know I got know. lots to share I just want to know about you I want to know about your artistry about your creativity
2: um so fun fact I actually have a painting up on the wall right over there that's how I got started a in little oil painter yeah. Yeah. Bob Ross, shout out to you. Love you, Bob <laughs> Ross. Um, I actually started with painting. Uh, I mean, I've, you know, growing up, I had coloring books. I'm sure we all did. Mm-hmm. Colored a lot. I love drawing. Um, in middle school, we had this project. that I don't even remember the project. I just know that we had to get some sort of letter and then draw something that corresponded with that letter. I chose the letter D and I drew a dog. The dog ended up looking like a bear, but they had it plastered on the halls and everyone was like oh my god who did that that was so good i'm like oh that's cool (laughs) like my i guess i'm good so then i you know just continued with art painted a lot watched a lot of bob ross i thought i was going to be a painter when i grew up i'm like you know what i'm gonna be an art teacher or something like that i actually wanted to go to art center in pastina um i looked at their website and they had like this cool video for like how it's like an art at art center. And I'm like, that's the school I want to go there. And then I realized how much it costs. And I was like, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> no, thank you. And along the way, I got into graphic design and I'm like, this is so cool. Like, this is fun. I can create my art digitally. That's also my art up there, too. The Nobody's Podcast. Yeah, she's, yes. she's
1: behind the logo for... The Nobody's Podcast and the Future First logo, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: yeah, so I got into graphic design. <laughs> I went to RCC. I did their graphics program. And I joined their club, but, like, I wasn't consistent with it. Like, it just wasn't fulfilling for me. Like, I would go, I'd show up, and I just ended up not going. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt disappointed because I was like, man, I really want to get connected in college, but I just can't with, like, graphic design. And one of my options for classes was... um director's art and filmmaking with Nikolai or I don't know how to say his last name I'm sorry I messed up anyway um (laughs) I took his class just for fun like I was just like this is cool like I like film let's take his class I took his class and I really enjoyed it like I was like wow this is absolutely interesting Mm -hmm. and I started to realize I spent more of my time like going to the movies watching videos about making movies than I did about graphic design so it kind of turned into where graphic design was now like that's my side mm-hmm. and filming is something that i'm more passionate about
0: yeah yeah and then like with you alexa i know that you're like you really enjoy like camera work but you also you know you helped me with this set mm-hmm. so like with that camera work <coughs> i know that you said that you wanted to continue doing that so i don't
2: yeah, know if you wanted to, to go on a little that? yeah okay. touch on that so
1: first and foremost i would consider myself like a studio artist which Mm -hmm. is why like I always talk about you, about your prints and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, because um, I started uh, drawing when I was in like elementary school and uh, it was just like, I picked up a manga once and my whole life was like, what? (laughs) And uh, from that moment on, I just kept like drawing and doodling and just practicing. And I made it like a whole thing to continue uh, getting better. And, as i grew older like i realized how heavy it is to be a studio artist and Mm -hmm. like i am sometimes not able to commit that much to one piece yeah um and i wish i could be faster but i'm just like so all over the place that i was i picked up like photography in high school um and that was like around the end of like when i was about to leave and my photo teacher shot i miss presser um, she is the main reason why I started doing more because she let me like stay in her classroom after hours and like, mess around with her projector, and like I would do shoots there, and I would just she would give me so much creative freedom. and like she would just hype me up. Is and that, then
0: sorry, is that sort of the reason why you like why you like spotlights? Yes. Ooh, I can't.
1: can not connect. Yeah, I can cruise now. <laughs> I love spotlights so much and just like light uh being able to play around with different colored lights and moving uh-huh. images. Um but photo gave me the freedom to curate like images quicker than I could with paint or mm-hmm. drawing or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of leaned more towards that and like started getting into analog like film and just like all of that and what it meant to just make everything look really cinematic and I didn't realize I was like kind of leaning towards the more cinematic look up until like um I didn't get into actual filmmaking until I was in college so I took like a class at RCC and then compared to like the photo classes that i was taking because i was a photo major the creative freedom that they would just give you they would just throw you (laughs) into anything and they're just like do whatever like you're um as long as you have an idea and you can like build up the team to do it you can go ahead and do it and i did and i just thought it was so cool to just be able to have such a collaborative thing Mm -hmm. but still have it be your own yeah so with my first like short i was just like fell so hard for it i was just like <laughs> i can't picture myself doing anything else uh-huh. um but it's always i've always just connected everything like my drawing to my photos to my filmmaking so it all just helps me like visually um because i am more of a visual person than anything else so
0: yeah that's great that's very yeah. interesting <laughs> thank you thank you so Araceli, i you're like pretty new to like you're also group. pretty <laughs>
1: <Let's give it.
0: laughs> um so i mean the reason why i love you is because you honestly every i think like the first day we met you were ask, asking questions like everybody questions and asking them about their lives and stuff and you were you know you were having like little side talks with everyone mm. so i want this to kind of be like a chance where you can talk about yourself <laughs> um but like i mean i understand like you like producing and then you said that you understand a little bit about audio so like sort of like what got you into that So,
3: um well uh, I was a theater nerd in high school so uh that's kind of where my passion for like production and behind the scenes kind of got started and then uh acting and being on the spot and just being all eyes on you that's not me I had took me a while to get out of my comfort zone I'm still trying to get out of that but so I was like stage manager and then just all the technical work and then all like the hand, the little details that people don't realize that go into productions and stuff like that, I've always been interested in. And then eventually in college, um, you know, picking your major is kind of like a big deal. There, There's the path that people want you to take in order to be successful and the path that everyone recommends. And then there's the path that you want to take, that you kind of want to do this on your own and be like, yeah, I can do it. I can make it. And so eventually I switched my major from psychology to film. Mm -hmm. And then through that, uh, all like the film classes I was taking just kind of got me into it. And I really fell in love with sound design (laughs) just because uh, sound, I feel like sound really makes uh, a movie, especially like creating the tension and the tone for it. And eventually through there, uh, I kind of felt, in the battle with do I want to do producing do I want to do sound design Mm -hmm. and producing it's it's we were talking about it the first day we met we Mm -hmm. were like you you mentioned you said I do all the dirty stuff that no one wants to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I I resonated with that so hard I was like that's exactly true but it's the backbone you know it's Mm -hmm. stuff that you need like it's realistically kind of the stuff that gets things going Mm -hmm. and uh, I just really like that like the collaboration with everyone and being able to see the vulnerability from these artists and being able to help them like mm-hmm. with their passions, just making it come to life. I think that's what I really love and just being able to like see it all come together just like this podcast. <laughs> like yeah. It's, yeah. it's a dream come true and you really don't anticipate it uh, and then you don't know when it's going to happen until it does. And then you meet like a group of supportive people that you really believe that your dreams are possible.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah and, it's like a little community here yeah it's definitely. Great. it's so great <laughs> super, super exactly important. what we want going on
0: here um and then so I know you brought up psychology and I, I think I've spoken to like a few artists who like kind of went down the same road mm-hmm. um so with you is there like some sort of link between psychology and film that you like can sort of like bring together
3: oh yeah well personally uh I grew up in my mom is schizophrenic so I had that like kind of um I never had that solid like mother-daughter foundation relationship type thing so I wanted to be like a special education teacher originally Mm -hmm. but I don't know just life got in the way and different passions came through and uh, eventually uh, I felt like I could be I could be able to release my vulnerabilities and exactly like what resonate to like different audiences that maybe have been in the same like predicament or Mm -hmm. something like that just through film Mm -hmm. so I think that's why I made the transition because kind of tying back to like it's what what the path that's made for you and the path that you make for yourself Mm -hmm. so I kind of just wanted to see what I could do for myself Mm -hmm. and see if I could make it in this crazy life doing what I love yeah so
1: because in the end it's I don't know like like how I said like I can't picture myself doing anything else yeah exactly whatever it is like Mm -hmm. I was an art teacher for a minute and like I was still in something that I was like it wasn't completely like on my terms Mm -hmm. like obviously i had to teach like what they gave me and stuff like that Mm. but i don't know just having the platform to like teach kids or like inspire something and something that i love and i like know things about it i don't know it's that's, like, my thing. That's what mm-hmm. I would always tell people. Like, people always look at me like I'm fucking crazy or something. Because <laughs> I'm, I know. I was like, <laughs> because, I, because I did pursue, and I'm still doing this. They're just like, oh, so you're actually doing this. Well I was like, well, I'm not, like, it wasn't a joke. Like, I'm not messing around. Yeah. Like, this is, it's the feeling you get when you make something. Yeah. Just create. Like, it's, it's- nothing, nothing compares like it's driven by
3: passion and yeah Yeah. i think that's what really that's what creates the best work is stuff that you feel wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. and that you could resonate with others and that's really what kind of unites us all Mm -hmm. just based on like that connection yeah and then seeing others
1: yeah it's just all collaborating (laughs) Mm -hmm. with the set with future first with everything just like getting to know uh, certain people more and then the connections that they have and what they can teach you. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, exactly. I don't know.
1: I've learned so much just from like being around you guys and like talking more about, yeah, about stuff that, uh, how you made your comic, like stuff like that in the works, little things like that. Um, You with like your graphic design because it's all stuff that I've looked into, (laughs) but I've never like met someone who was actually like, oh yeah, this is something that I did.
0: and then I find it really funny, like, um, you know how, like, sometimes we kind of, like, stray away from, like, things we've been interested in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, like, before I was just like, damn, I have to, like, stick to one thing, you know, in order to get me going. Yeah. But, like, you know, being within a group, and I've noticed this with, like, other friend groups of mine, um, but just, like, being around creative people and people that sort of inspire you, it's just, like, kind of makes you want to kind of dabble into, like, everything that you've felt interested in. And I feel like this is, like, sort of. Sort of that, you know, little
2: spark that kind yeah. of. gets it's so you going. weird though. It's funny because like when you tell people that you're in film, like they automatically ask you like, "What exactly like do you do?" Yeah, yes. and like I'm very. When I find very, out, I'll yeah. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, I'm very like very very new. Like I just changed my major to film, and like mm-hmm. I still don't know what I want to do. But it's like you said, when you're around people that inspire you. You like dabble in all kinds of little things and then you kind of find your place, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it doesn't necessarily have to, I think with film, it doesn't ne- necessarily have to be one thing. Like you can have like multiple things that you enjoy and you never know like, you're going to be needed for this specific thing at one set and you can have other traits to use at a different set. Yeah. It's just so, it's like so awesome to be in like an environment like this where mm-hmm. you're supported all around.
0: Yeah. And I also think that it's, like, really great that, um, you know, there's different departments and stuff. And then, like, there's different people who want to be, like, in charge of the departments. And that, like, sort of allows, like, people who are helping out within those departments to kind of, like, focus on on other things Mm -hmm. as well. You know, like, uh, for example, like, I was doing a lot of AD work um, towards, like, the beginning of, like, this whole, like, starting up this whole group. And then, like... um, I think we were planning on doing like another separate project and like, oh, can you AD for this? And I was like, at first I was like, ah, I kind of don't want to, like, I want to try something else. Yeah. And then I think I just ended up I'm like, I'll do set design because I used to do set design for theater as well, like during my Eight. senior year. <laughs> and then I made like metal or not metal. I made wood look like, like steel. And then like everybody who came to watch the show was just like, who did this? So All like, <laughs> credit to me. me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, yeah. yeah it's definitely like uh i feel like i've fallen into production design and like set design because it's a good way to get on set yeah and if i'm it's like something that i'm i enjoy doing and like whether i want to or not mm-hmm. i'm good at it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the
2: it's thing
3: an is aesthetic. you're still showing
1: your style yeah yeah like, yeah. It's
2: like mm-hmm.
3: style you know <laughs> yeah well it makes the it creates the atmosphere it creates yeah. it genuinely. Um, It's probably I don't know. Some people might see it as unnoticed because it's just. It's typically like Like, imagine if this wasn't
2: here. Like we just became you just you know. Yeah, this is important.
0: Like I think it was yesterday when we came, we had um, we had like a lady come by because they had like an event here, and she just sat down like, popped herself down. She's like, this feels like home. (laughs) 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 I feel like home here.
2: She's like this like, I can is talk really all good all day. And no, we're like, I, I don't it's... remember when we put these chairs in, but I was here with Baytex and Cameron and I'm sitting on the chair like oh, This is so great. Yeah. want to get up. It's so homey. Just here. watching everyone like the episodes
1: that we filmed like people fall into the conversation here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's I don't know it's cool. Every we were talking right now too we were just like every time it's just us two. Yeah, we'll just
0: <laughs> like <up> <laughs> just like, set, check yeah. it out. like we I'm did like, that. it's funny cuz like how we bring up multiple times like I did that. I did that. <laughs> I
3: did that. that. Yeah, like, Check this like, out. You know, You're like, like that's you
0: know. me. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's really great. And like, for some reason, like when, prior to this, like when we were doing it, like getting these chairs, I was like, I kind of don't like them. I don't like them at all. But <laughs> but then like now Built everything like it. sort of just comes together and it matches when mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I don't think I'd ever change this ever, ever again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's really good the way it
3: is. Yeah. It yeah. creates that warmth and homey yes. um, space. Yeah. Yeah, like back for the vulnerability. vulnerability. <laughs> there you go. To okay. <laughs> so just
1: be comfortable and just like start talking about whatever. Cause yeah. there's a lot of people who were, were behind the scenes always. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I got really excited over the fact that we would be telling people what it's like to work behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know I would love to like have something like this when you're baby and you're first like yeah. i don't know what any of this means all i do is watch movies like yeah. that's as close as i can get yeah um but having different people in different fields or just n- even not knowing what they want to do but yeah. they have knowledge on yeah. being on sets just like uh B-Tix was talking about just like actually being on a set and then you were like i find that so like i admire that because i don't have the experience that you have mm-hmm. and it's just like those connections and people in different parts of their careers i guess yeah yeah it's helps a gateway out to a learning yeah you get to learn and that's exactly where i'm
2: at right now like i'm very very new so like i'm so excited to watch the rest of these podcasts because i know i'm gonna learn so much mm-hmm. yeah like yes I, I was having this conversation i think with cameron and batex again We are talking about sound and i don't know like we have you know sound is such like it seems like such a small thing but it's a big super technical super just like big, camera yeah, yeah. It's yes like there's just so much to learn so like i'm in that position where i am new but i'm about to learn all this i'm thing. like shut yeah. up sound yeah john, yeah, john. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's when you were talking about camera And, like, me wanting to get into, like, every time I tell people, like, I want to get more into camera, the first thing they look at me and they're just like, that's a lot that you have to learn. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, but, you know, it's something that I started off with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I was having a conversation with B-Tex, like, uh, yesterday when we were just, like, talking about, like, the differences versus, like, the technical and, then like, the creative side, Mm -hmm. I guess. And then that's when I was, like figuring out in my head that I maybe am leaning towards being a director more Mm -hmm. but I don't know it's just the constant battle in your head Mm -hmm. when you're just like what do I want to do I don't know it'll be different next week you know like (laughs) yeah put me in a job like tomorrow and I'll probably follow in love with that for like a week or something Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah I just thought uh it was cool that just being around like everybody has made me question myself and like mm-hmm. what is it that i do want to do mm-hmm. so i can focus a little bit more on that but not completely strive away from the other stuff but yeah mm-hmm.
0: and i kind of wanted to touch on a little bit about like the fact that this is like com- like let's say completely male dominated <laughs> yes. but like it is thank you for bringing uh up. technically a male dominated <laughs> yeah. industry um and i think i remember bringing it up to my family I'm like i think i want to like make movies and I'm like oh that sounds cool but you know it's gonna be really competitive. I'm like, well, I'm a competitive person, you know. <laughs> oh like, I mean, I'm gonna get my way somehow or some way, you mm-hmm. know. Yep. Um, and I think that's like really great that we have like a pretty, it's a pretty even group between male and female mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this room. Yeah. So I'm just like,
1: yeah. Right off like I was like this episode, this one right here, like bring, <laughs> on, like bring Dre. She is the one who needs to be here with yes. us. And I think that's I think true. I think it was really funny
0: because like when we first started, I think it was just me and like.
3: Four others uh-huh.
0: but they're all men and I'm just like now I can't wait until a, a difference. woman comes here yeah, you No know, yeah. picture on the
3: website it's oh just, there you go it's yes, just you it's <laughs> surrounded by you. men like, hey. <laughs> it makes a difference
1: just like even showing up to a set that you have no idea what's gonna happen yeah um just like probably how you were first time meeting these guys where it's yeah. like yeah it's just I always explain it to people how like being a very like feminine presence mm-hmm just, like, having long hair, little things like that, just, like, being known as, like, a female is... You have to prove yourself, like, the moment you walk into a room Mm. that you can take care of yourself. Like, they second-guess you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can take care of yourself. You can do whatever has to be done. You know more than they probably think you know or Mm -hmm. assume that you know. But, I don't know, it it just comes with, like, a bunch of different treatment that you get. Like, Mm -hmm. I always tell people, like... It's very rare if like right off the bat when I start introducing myself to people that they look me in the eye. Mm-hmm. And that's like something that like a lot of people don't understand. But it's because they're not female and they don't get it. Like hmm. they won't treat you the same. And it's like that obvious like they mm-hmm. won't treat you the same you unless they do know you. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh, dude, that's so and so. Like they're cool, whatever. Um, But I don't know. I remember being on a commercial set for... La Placita, like i said that we did. And then um, I met the AC, Brie, and she was like, oh, remember we were like trying to like get onto yeah. camera too? We were like, there was like five ACs and we were just like yeah, I, know. I was like, man, I really want to
2: follow
1: up. She was all about it. She was like, oh my God, you have no idea how happy I am right now because it is rare for me to have like uh, just you guys
3: Female be camera. so into
1: this and like want me to teach you. And she was like all about teaching us. And I thought that was like the coolest thing ever because it's no, it was, very, it's very rare to like, uh, have people just openly teach you while they're on the job. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand that, but I don't know. She, it was very welcoming.
2: Yeah, I admired yeah. her so much. It was so, just so cool. Was like like she was just like bro. so <laughs> <What> enthusiastic. <laughs> she was all set. She had that cool little. Yeah, that's what yeah. Yeah. She, was set. <laughs> she was just like, like I was like, it she was means so business. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, she will constantly tell me to like. She's like because like I'm small, people think like I can't handle this stuff, and I was just like, camera is not
3: light. So no, you got no, it.
2: <laughs> no, it's not light. She's at still all. a force to be reckoned yeah. with. Yeah. Remember when we had to hold the camera? That camera was heavy. Oh, I was sweating, bro. And these <laughs> little arms, so these little arms. <laughs> no. yeah. I like, yeah. okay? <laughs> I was like, I can do this. though. Yeah. I was like, get this off me, get this off me, get this off me. Yeah. But we uh, can do it if we try. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I was uh, working on a feature, like earlier this year and the first three days i was already like i was just like a production assistant but i was trying so hard to like do what i usually wouldn't do which was just like a lot of like hard physical labor on a set mm-hmm. i would usually just work on like smaller sets but this one was just like we would have to actually like tread on like mm-hmm. uh for 10 minutes to get to like the actual set or something i know and uh, <laughs> and, uh I felt really good because I was like, I didn't know I could push myself this hard, mm-hmm. or I didn't know I could go this far. So it's little moments like that, especially like on a set where I'm just yeah. Like, I
2: definitely left that, that that restaurant set, commercial set, with that idea like, okay, you know what? I want to make sure that I'm able to carry a camera again. Like yes, I want literally, I've I been want, lifting, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I, I kind of failed <laughs> with that, but like my, it's still my goal. Like I want to be able to carry a camera yeah, exactly. without any help. Mm-hmm. For a long period of time, you know, like I want to be able to do that. Like I can, people will look at me and be like, oh, "You can't carry that." No, I can't. Give it to you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me show you. Let me Give, show you Give me the camera. Give me the camera. Under these, under these sleeves, there are muscles. I'm buff <laughs> <Kind> of swole. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: insert like, okay, okay. Okay, well. crickets i know yeah well when i came in um i recently knew member of future first here but uh you guys offered such a safe space and like a mm-hmm. welcoming space and i love seeing other females on set because um in orange county it's very um male dominated as we were saying in la county i'm assuming the same similar but when i came on and I see Dre as producing and she has, you guys, let me not tell you that she has her shit together. <laughs> oh. Dre,
1: I know they already said it in the first episode, but you are She's, a force to be reckoned I baby. come
3: in, yeah, first day, I already know Dre's the backbone of this and that without her, like, being able to do these things and, like, bringing it to fruition and just big brain moves over here. Gotta give well, her props mind. to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, well, like, if you're producing and I want to be a producer, like, we got this together, you know? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. It's funny,
3: too, because, like, I remember telling other family members
2: that, you know, I want to get into film. And the first thing that they look at me, like, you know, it's crazy out there, right? You know, It's, <laughs> it's mean. They're mean. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. mean? Like, I've never met any set that's mean. Like, my mm-hmm. homies, they're cool. Like, I'm feel safe here. Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel intimidated. Like, I know I could come to you guys with my ideas. And, mm-hmm. like, if they're not good, I know that I'm going to get constructive criticism mm-hmm. like not someone that's gonna be like no you can't do it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but it's weird because i cannot even imagine like moot film like as, as something harsh like yeah. my my first impression of it is like oh this is nice this is safe you know mm-hmm. so i'm lucky i'm very lucky that i was able to have met such an, an amazing group of people i'm like i feel very honored knowing yes. you guys
0: and I also think it's just like the location, just like where we're from, considering oh, yeah, that like definitely. we're out here in the um, Inland Empire. And then I remember my first gig, I felt very intimidated. I didn't feel <laughs> yeah. very welcome at all. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, they did say, you know, they did welcome me in and whatnot, but mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing.
1: And yeah. it's like, just go over there. I'm like, you kind of just have to go into yeah. things head first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's been like some gigs where I'm just like, I've never done this before, but mm-hmm. I'm a go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a you know, this is an opportunity to connect with people or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you just kinda have to dive head first to get your foot in, into some
3: door, yeah. even yeah. if it's just like, always say yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> the like, thing. I'm just like, what was I supposed to say? Like
1: yeah. my mom, she was like, have you done that before? I was like, no. No. Is, I was like, what was I supposed we, to say? Sorry. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll try it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. yeah. Even like, like, yes, if but don't can know. you show
3: me how? You know, like yeah, yes, I came back but... alive, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. Like- <laughs> and you came back with probably more knowledge. And you could say oh, that yeah, you had definitely. that experience doing it before. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. Most definitely.
1: But yeah, I feel like even just growing up uh in like Latino households and stuff as a female. Yeah. Is like cool. they give you like the it's crazy out there yeah 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 it's scary do you know anybody there like stuff like that and Uh it's just like well like you know this is just how i go about my life just like existing Mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna do the same but in something that i actually want to do yeah
0: yeah
3: not let the patriarchy stop you (laughs) Uh yeah
0: and like for me i feel very grateful to have like at least a like a a very like uh tight bonded family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you know although we do have like our differences and stuff like that of the way we see the world and like picture it mm-hmm. um they are very like supportive and stuff like that and that's that's something that i feel is really awesome
2: mm-hmm. yeah no my, my family is supportive too it's just like It was funny because they knew I was going to school for graphic design. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I wanted to change my major, I was really scared to tell them. Mom, dad, if you're watching this, I was scared. (laughs) I was really scared to tell them because I was like, what if they say no? Like, what if they tell me that that I'm not going to make money or that, you know, just I was making up dumb scenarios in my head that they would say no. And, like, I remember I was eating breakfast. and I just casually, like, not even, like, I was just like, oh, by the way, she made me do the film. And, like, oh, no way. That's so cool. And that was not the reaction I was expecting. Like, I was yeah. expecting it to be it's like. Cause it's because it's movie.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like. First thing my dad said was, like, oh,
2: and <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: like, and he like brought up Guillermo del Toro or something and I was just like,
2: yeah, dad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I wasn't expecting that and it's really nice. To, I like, I, I feel very grateful that I have a supportive family like mm-hmm. that support my sets coming here because I've been here a lot and you know, just, mm-hmm you know i'm happy that i have that support you know mm-hmm. yeah. and i think i think Jay's mentioned in the i think the first episode how like you're you're already excited to get an oscar and that's the same thing <laughs> for me like i'm gonna be a person of color oh female. yeah i want that oscar i don't know what i want it for but i want one mm-hmm. yeah
0: and then like also with just the way that society is moving and like how you know we really want things to change especially with like the the, the, the one oscar where um I believe it was parasite that won the uh
1: parasite
2: yeah yeah representation matters. yeah representation in like so different much. communities and stuff and like, like
1: that uh alfonso cuaron like Mex- that was the first time mexico won like the international right mm-hmm. film wow. mm-hmm. award and i was just like just little things and we're just getting there
0: yeah
1: um ava duvernay making like things and like a wrinkle in time like that's big budget films yeah and all you have to do is give like Lulu Wang with the farewell. Like when she won an award for that. I she love was that movie. so oh good. My gosh. So good. Go watch it. She, I love that movie. like when she uh did her like acceptance speech, she was just like, did just let cried? them. She's like, just let these like women or just people of color do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. it. Like let them have the platform and let them run with it. And then you'll see what happens and you will not be like.
2: Like, i mean yeah. i think we were talking about it too like we, I, mean, I was telling scary stories but like the mexican <laughs> culture has so many stories to share yeah. like yes. that's all we did you know you sit around a table with your family and they're all sharing stories from their ancestors and their ancestors and it's like we have so much to share constant inspiration yeah, like, yeah. and we I, have so many stories to tell yeah and i think it's like
0: just really funny that more of the stories that uh the uh, latino and like chicano culture try to tell is more like lesson learning we're mm-hmm. just like watch out mm-hmm. because Be if you don't like if you're not careful like this is what's going to happen to you mm-hmm. you know and i think that's like really fun and i'm pretty sure like a lot of cultures do that as well yeah um whereas like you know american society has like just the hero story Mm -hmm. and it's It's just kind of like like,
1: different perspectives different
2: perspectives and things cultures it's so nice it's so refreshing to see people like with different background just on the screen you know yeah Mm -hmm. because you see so many movies and it's you know more white dominated and it's like ah, I want my color in there too yeah Yeah.
3: you can't relate and then like if you're looking at younger audiences and younger generations like they're not going to see themselves on there and they're Mm -hmm. not going to think that it's possible or that it's doable and when you put that representation on there it makes it seem achievable and mm-hmm. especially in communities that they don't really makes things like that seem achievable for you like they don't ask you what do you want to be when you grow up yeah mm-hmm. and it's like that's the question that needs to be asked to everyone
0: mm-hmm. yeah and whereas like with uh, within communities of like the face poverty and stuff like that when we're asked like what is it that you want to be when you grow up it's more like we have to pick a job that
1: based on has money.
0: Has this, this sustainable <laughs> and income. You yeah, with
1: the mama, I want to be a starving artist. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Just like, what? Yeah. Literally, what? Yeah. Like, I've,
0: I've had, I've had like questions asked me or like questions like that being asked me. And mm-hmm. then I would be like, oh, I want to be an artist. And then be like, oh, you don't want to be like a doctor or something, yes. like something that has like mm-hmm. a stable income. make mm-hmm. you want to, make, I'm like, I mean, it's interesting, but like, it's not. I'm, I'm going to get so bored. That's and it's not me. I'd rather, yeah. I'd
2: rather be poor and passionate than, be wealthy and you know exactly. bored and helpless and i like, always know. feel like
1: uh, it always finds a way like you can have like something kind of associated with what you want to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i don't know it's just little little things like when i was saying like the art teaching thing like it just had like a little bit of something that mm-hmm. i liked, and that kept me going yeah and kept me like in a good mindset of mm-hmm. like you know you're not giving up on this completely it's still kind of there yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah. i think it's really funny that
0: like the majority of us wanted to be art teachers like because i also wanted to be an yeah. art teacher <laughs> <laughs> so i'll just be an art teacher and then like i, I really like enjoying like um, art history and stuff like that yeah, but like then, because then, teachers influenced us a lot oh, yeah I love our history, our history and... is really great and like i was really interested like I, I don't know i can't i don't know if many people know this but my favorite um Art form was Hellenistic, mm-hmm. which is like uh, you know back in like mm-hmm. Greek and Roman times. Yeah, and then I mean that's what I wrote my book about. Yeah. Was more <laughs> about like Greek mythology because mm-hmm. I brought this out to like basically everyone. I was like, I've never, I haven't seen like a Greek mythology movie in a cr- in like a pretty long time. The only Besides Greek like mythology per-
2: movie you're ever gonna like Percy Jackson. Yeah. Percy Percy yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody
0: thinks of that. I'm like, I want people to know torn. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. But more I Greek mean, mythology. And especially because more it's Greek a
0: graphic mythology. novel. Yes, and too. it's a graphic novel. Yeah. And I'm just there's uh, some people are like, are you gonna make it into a movie? I'm like, um, it's a lot of sci-fi. Okay. How <laughs> was
1: like the process of? Cause I did talk to you a little bit about it, but I yeah. wanted to like mm-hmm. get more into it because you wrote and came up with these characters and just like built this whole story. Mm-hmm. So in like in a way, your filmmaking went into this as well by building up the story uh drawing out the scenes drawing out like the characters and just making your own like ocs and things like that yeah
0: so i I first started off with like original characters but Mm -hmm. like the
1: whole book was
0: basically just like a um a class project Mm -hmm. we were supposed to make a comic book and i'm like Holy shit, like I want to make a full on like manga, yeah. you know? And oh, he but he's so like, he's that. like, minimum eight pages, or not minimum. Yeah, minimum <laughs> said, eight pages. Come <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I'll do 45, you know? <laughs> yeah. No
1: big deal. And like, um, well, nobody asked, but I'll do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like, the funny thing is that I sat on it for a minute. And I'm like, I want to write a Greek mythology story. Mm-hmm. And then like, this was around the time where like people were talking about like alternate dimensions and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Hmm. I was like, let me throw that in there. <laughs> Yeah. and How I think convenient. I wrote it I think I wrote it within like uh, a span of like nine hours or something mm-hmm. wow and then oh, story? yeah oh my wow. gosh that's I was impressive. like you know because like <laughs> yeah. the thing is like you know when you're in the flow you're, you're in going the flow exact, with yeah. it yeah. and um cool. yeah so that was great and like I was saying you know I kind of strayed away from illustration um for a cool minute because uh, like I said in like the first episode I wanted to be like a visual development artist but like my thing was like oh, i can't write this i can't draw the same character's face multiple times like over and over again it's painful yeah. yeah and then i was like fuck it like i'll try it out like, mm-hmm. let me let me do it and so i just went about it and i mean um i mean i guess that's how it came to be I'm
1: not yeah not the sure. practice you get yeah. from that is yeah crazy
0: yeah it was funny because like towards the end i just started getting like muscle memory of how like they started it's to look. so
3: good yeah, yeah it's good <laughs> and like,
1: everyone loves
3: yeah acting. you downplay it so yeah. much Dre. like You don't think you realize what you accomplished. (laughs)
1: See, I get that a lot. Because a book? (laughs) You miss me with that. Not right now, at least. Yeah.
0: But yeah. I think it's more of just like I haven't had like a moment to just kind of like sit back and like reflect Mm -hmm. on like stuff that I've done. Mm -hmm. And then that's what I feel like um, considering that like we're constantly doing something as artists and we're constantly like trying to figure out like the next move we don't have like a chance to just sit back and be like, Oh my God, I did that. Oh yeah. yeah. Especially
1: with like grind culture. Yeah. Social media right now. Yeah. Like everybody's <sighs> yeah, like, What's It's like next? You constantly have to do something, but Stay if you hustling. don't, yeah. If you don't yeah. have like a project to back yourself up on mm-hmm. like the big one, I guess, mm-hmm. then people kind of are just like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I you, yeah. So I think that's why we continue to like, uh, make shorts if we need to make a podcast if we want to mm-hmm. it's just like we are doing something and here's something to prove it like mm-hmm. yeah but it also gives us so much practice yeah, yeah. And in it's order it's to like
0: 42. build up build up yeah
3: constantly creating mm-hmm. yeah
0: that little um what is it called
3: what was it what did i call
2: it
0: i called it a not a common denominator but like
1: i forgot yeah yeah. but just that
0: that but one thing that mean. constant there you yeah, go yeah. Oh, okay. the constant that's always there and i mm-hmm. feel like this is what this is gonna be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um
1: but yeah yeah I don't, know. I don't know I i feel like um i'm making a short like i'm shooting one soon and it's like the first one that's like not a class assignment oh yeah, yeah. so i'm just like everyone's asking me like oh for what what are you doing this for and I was like for me like that's it like that's all I want like I just want to continue doing stuff to just like uh quiet down the itch that comes up every now and then after you watch something that's just like completely Mm life-changing and then like you have so many like talented people around you like why are you not going to take advantage of this Mm -hmm. like obviously like having COVID precautions and all of that like keeping that in mind but you know you have all of this you know accessibility Mm -hmm. to equipment to like you never know what people have until you straight up ask them or what they're willing to give you like in regards of like their work and their time Mm -hmm. um, until you ask them and then that's how like stuff like this came about like Mm -hmm. um Tex asked me like hey we're shooting like a commercial like tomorrow (laughs) you want to come by and i was just like yeah bro i got nothing else to do and then from there like i met and got closer to a lot more people i saw people again for the first time since like the pandemic struck and it just like opened up like this mm-hmm. whole like feeling again of like wanting to be on a set and like make things and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know it's
2: i feel like right now i'm the opposite of you i get stuck in these really bad art blocks i mean me too but <laughs> no but mine are so like I-, I kid you not i started this um i was doing like painting jean jackets And I did, like, three of them. And after that, like, I have had more people coming in and asking me, you know, to do theirs. And right now I'm so stuck. Like, it's so hard to just find the motivation to paint. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's probably one of the last paintings I did. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, back in 2019, Mm -hmm. you know. So I get stuck in really bad art blocks. Mm -hmm. And that's why I enjoy coming to sets and being with other filmmakers. Because even though I'm not, like, don't have much to contribute when it comes to the or when it comes to my art. At least I can see other people, you know, mm-hmm. do do their work and be a part of that. Because mm-hmm. for me, it's like okay, I'm still fulfilling my creativeness, yeah. but I'm still stuck on mine. You know, got mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you're personal. But I'm opposite of you because right now you're like, <laughs> I want to grind, I want to do yeah, all yeah. that, I'm
1: doing this, but I've been stuck on this idea mm-hmm. like for like years. You know, so it's just like now it's kind of like awoken because like I was in that rut, like you said. I was just like, what am I going to so, do? It's, it's so annoying. It sucks. I hate it. It's like,
3: yeah. bro. I feel like it's because of COVID. Has anyone been restless because of COVID? Yeah. And yeah. you feel like you weren't aren't able to.
0: And you're like, I have all this time. Yeah,
2: exactly. Sure yeah. yeah. That's pretty pretty much. the worst part. It's like, I have all this time to get all this done. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom's been asking me. Mom, if you're watching this, you know that's right. But <laughs> she's been asking me to help her do some decor. And, like, I haven't touched it. It's like, yeah. I have no energy to, like, put it put my my artisticness into my paintings and stuff like that. Yeah. Artisticness is not a word I don't think, but it's not a word now. I like it though. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, uh, <laughs> it's I, a word now.
1: But yeah, like mental states go yeah. into so much of... Yeah.
2: It's crazy though because when you... it comes back, it's like, oh, give me Dude, all, of it, the all of it. Dude, hearing the musicians,
1: like Daniel and them, like talk about just like your mental state and like what that does to your craft, uh, cr- craft and like just creative, like bug in you in general. Like, mm-hmm. um it's there you know it's there but sometimes there's just nothing you can do about it like yeah if your head's not in it like yeah and you try to force stuff you just end up hating yeah. everything oh
2: my god that's the worst especially when you try to force it mm-hmm. I, I already know like if i if i try to paint right now and try to force myself to like i'm gonna mess it up i'm gonna rip the canvas and it's just gonna be waste of my money mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. why why would i do that to myself like mm-hmm. i'd rather just Come wait back it out it's ready and it, when yeah. i get that passion again i know it's gonna be Ooh, Ten it's gonna be t- harder,
1: you know. <laughs> Tune in next year for Hannah's movie. <laughs> Tune in next year for
2: for <laughs> my next new RPs, yeah, my short new, film. Piece, new jean jackets movie. I got y'all next year.
1: <laughs> nice,
0: nice, nice. Yeah, and like I totally relate to like the ret stuff. I've been told like I've been in like rut for a really long time, but like uh, I mean I have like a sketchbook, and I was like completely in this mindset of like. You know, uh, people say like sketchbooks are just, you know, to do little doodles, but I made one where it's just like, this is one where I want to have like completed pieces in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, I stayed in that mindset, like, okay, I can't draw on this because it has to be something complete. It can't just be a random little sketch because mm-hmm. that's like, and then like, it ended up becoming something where I just didn't touch the sketchbook for like a year. The little things matter. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I want to do something. I want to, I want to, you know, keep on making stuff, but like, I was just, like it's like has to be if it's not good it's not perfect (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, and i was just like i that's not it's not how it should be Mm -hmm. and then that's just kind of like what i've been doing now
2: and it's funny too because my sister she she's oh my gosh she's a great artist too Mm -hmm. she's sick she's She's, dude she's so crazy like i thought i was good but she's amazing but i think it's just because we have different styles Mm -hmm. but she's the same way she'll rip pages out of her books because she doesn't think that they're good Mm -hmm. and I'm like, no, keep them. Like, you're going to look back on that and you're going to be like, wow, that was actually pretty good. Like, for wow. how old I was and for what, you know, I was stuck in this art block, you know. So sometimes I try to tell myself, okay, well, even if I don't like the painting, just keep it because eventually I'll like it, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And then just but seeing the that. process and yeah. like, how just much you've grown. Yeah, yeah, and she'll look critical. back and she be like,
2: why did I cover this up? Like, this was good. I know, why are we like that? Like. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Uh, to my friends, I'm like, no, you're doing so good. I hype and them to up. to myself, I'm, I'm like, just
2: like, oh, my God. You what were you wrong yeah. What <laughs> <was> yeah. thinking? Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely. It's hard being an artist. <laughs> if you're going to get treat. anything <laughs> at all from this, it's hard being an artist. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. difficult. But it's fun at the same time. It makes yeah. no sense.
1: I wouldn't be doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Like that's I've been for saying. sure.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. You know what? That's very true. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd rather be stuck in an art block forever than do something else, you know? Yeah yeah Rather i hope you're not second no no water. no, no <laughs> I, i'm not gonna be enough, yeah.
1: I, i'm gonna yeah. make myself i'm gonna now get gonna work out on this it. i'm
2: gonna dig myself out but of yeah, this yeah
1: it's the little things that like help you stay on some type of track or keep yourself on mm-hmm. track mm-hmm. yeah like um i recently like started making youtube videos because it's like those little things you too yeah, yeah. One of us. I know <laughs> yeah. yeah it's those little things that like it's always been on the back of our heads mm-hmm. like minds yeah, but we just always put it back because we're like, for what? Who's gonna yeah. watch me? Yeah, and then, but it's like it's, it's just fun. Those little things that like, it's our creative process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or just us. Like it was me. Like I told people, like I was just talking out my ass. Like just that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going on in my head? I'm not good with words, let alone writing and stuff like that. But I know that I want to have. Some type of narrative mm-hmm. storytelling to express yourself aspect, yeah. Like that
3: video you just did. Thank you, my yeah. so little Joyce Banner. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. I thought, oh, it was so cute. The was substance, the style. Thank you, master. I had so much
1: fun running back and forth from like camp, because like being a DIY artist comes with like you having to do everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I was just running back and forth, and like there's clips of me where like there's a part where I'm just like dancing and then like Mm -hmm. i fall and all i do is just like hit the bed and then my mom hears me and i'm just like (laughs) laughing and i'm just like dude like this is so fun Uh i hate it that i have to do everything but it's fun you know it's fun yeah yeah Yeah.
2: and And that's what i was that's what i was mm -hmm. saying like these sets like they motivate me to be more creative like i probably would have not done touch my any graphics if it wasn't for this podcast mm-hmm. you know and i had fun and you doing killed that. it i had yeah. super fun. 90s I had fun. Yeah. also and our
3: bios that was our that was, instagram oh, so yes. those that posts are so great. great i really love those but like I, <laughs> I feel like
2: i feel like i'm slowly getting back at it again like okay. before like i probably if i didn't have this i probably would still be stuck still complaining about how i don't have much to do or whatever but like I'm slowly like even though I'm still stuck on my own projects I I have like I feel like I'm getting back in rhythm mm-hmm. that motivation it is. makes yeah. us look super yeah. perfect yeah. <laughs> yeah. no but it was fun like you know like like you guys you know give me compliments but for me it's just like it was fun like I had fun doing we've been that. getting mm-hmm. so many
1: compliments yeah, just yeah. And yeah. yeah. And they're like what are you guys doing and I was like oh just wait just to find, find out just oh, wait to see okay so we're about to wrap up yeah so. and I,
0: that's like just one thing that I just kind of wanted um to take from this episode just more of like you know you're your own motivation like nobody it's more just like you know you're you're gonna be there with yourself the entire time Mm -hmm. and that's what i want everybody else to take from this episode so i would like to thank everybody for joining us i would like to thank alexa hannah and anazeli for joining us as well Any last uh, it's birthday? tough to talk bro yeah like you want to camera?
2: Camera, yeah. keep on going yeah. I think um, the last thing I want to say is like if you're an artist out there you're stuck in an art block struggling like don't give up like you got this if you're passionate about it don't give up on your passions mm-hmm. ever like your passions is what, what's going to move you forward
3: mm-hmm. anybody else Did you want to say um just that people are always going to doubt you and they're always going to have something to say and Sometimes it'll feel like your dreams are going to die, but sometimes there's a little glimmer of hope that comes through from it.
1: Yeah. If you know, you know. Like, that's it. Nobody can tell you otherwise. Gut feeling. Mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah, gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Go with whatever fun, whatever makes you the happiest. Yes. And that's where I'm going to end it off. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Thank you. What makes me the happiest is going to the restaurant right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Snap, snap, snap. (laughs) Thank you, Dre. The Nobody's Podcast is filmed at the Garcia Center for the Arts in San Bernardino, California. We'd like to thank all the Inland Empire artists who have donated their art to be a part of this set. Also, special thanks to Apex Lighting Grip. Thank you very much.